I don't even know if I should even bother doing the intro. I mean, should we just start from scatological fucking wherever we wherever you hit the record button on <laughs> on these on, on these mics? Whenever the mics went hot, I mean, maybe I should just do a token live from Los Angeles. This is Dre's poop philosophy <laughs> because we're just talking poop. I think we have the name of our show today, by the way. <laughs> Dre's poop philosophy. I mean. We start well, the kind of listens we're gonna get, but oh no, we don't we we don't we don't want people the same people watch German Scheiser videos <laughs> with Cartman's mom. Our, our listens in Germany have gotten skyrocketing. We'll have Germany and India skyrocketing, man. I don't know why, but for some why? reason they really like that out there. They, they like scatological things in India. That and also I, there's a video of me on YouTube somewhere. Uh, Doing my, what? <laughs> getting my armpits licked by two women for tickets to get into the uh, Playboy Mansion. Huh. <laughs> a lot of people in India really liked watching the videos of my armpits getting licked. <laughs> All right. Dude, I have like over 70,000 views. <laughs> my armpits have been seen by people worldwide. It just gets worse. It's worse. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like, I don't know if we can get much worse, but we're, we're going deeper. Oh, wow. I didn't know if we'd go that deep. The title of your sex tape. <laughs> I dropped that shit. On, I, I was playing. I was, I was on PSN. Since we don't play Destiny anymore, all, all my friends are playing uh, Monster Hunter World. That's the new Monster Hunter game. And I'm, I'm playing a two-year-old game, Division. <laughs> and yeah, I forgot. Some, somebody said, oh, man, it was really tight. We, we couldn't get it out. And I'm like, that's the title of your sex tape. <laughs> And I'm like, that's so much better than that's what she that said. Was, that was the title of his gay sex tape. <laughs> hey, sex tape, gay sex tape. Hey, why do we have to categorize? Yeah. Hey, man, it's just sex. It's just sex, man. <laughs> I had a format. Apparently, we don't need a format. We don't need a format. We don't need a format today. Fuck formats. <laughs> Fuck formats. We're talking about one-year-olds taking their first poop. Uh, Sam getting his armpits licked. Yeah. <laughs> and it's... Real and it's real popular in India. In India. Yeah. <laughs> I did not know that Indians in I uh, oh God. I I, I I I have a little branch of jokes in my head and I'm just like, nope, nope. <laughs> I'm a, I'm like there's like joke tinder in my head and I'm just swiping left. Nope, nope, <laughs> nope, 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 nope. <laughs> I'm just noping a lot of did bad I, jokes. Did I just crash your system? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did. You did. I did really... I do a DDoS attack on your brain? You, you just DDoS my brain with <laughs> Sam's getting armpits licked in, uh, by by in, 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 in Indian people. Enjoy. Like, like my brain, my brain normally has been, have been having poor function lately because I, the onset of whatever brain issues I'm having, <laughs> onset of dementia, onset of Alzheimer's, onset of insanity. Who knows? I just onset DDoS. You use onset freaking DDoS into my brain. I, so today, I'm gonna I'm gonna derail this okay. and go into like the, the first thing. I, I was I was I was briefing Mr. Uh, Pete Molini about this on the way over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, today, I, I I didn't have any work from any of my gigs today, so I sat at home and just watched. I ended up just watching movies today. Uh, I watched Hail Caesar again. I love that movie. Hmm. And that movie has the guy who's going to be playing Han Solo in the new movie, Alden Eidenreich. Remember, I really liked him in this in, in this movie, Hail Caesar, because he was playing uh, a cowboy star from the from, from the from back in the days. Because this this movie, I don't know if you've, I don't think you've ever seen Hail Caesar, have you, Mister Samzia? I know of it. I have not seen it. It's it's a very fun little romp of a of you know uh, was I want to say it's like. Coen Brothers. Coen Brothers. Yeah. It's cool, but it's like McCarthy era, yeah. you know, Hollywood, where like right after they, they started like prosecuting, right after they started prosecuting commies, 
Yeah. Was it uh, 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 Clooney? Yeah, George Clooney was a. He was the. The the the, tra- the the trailers make you think George Clooney is the main guy, but the main guy is Josh Brolin. You know, our, our, yeah. our soon to be Cable, soon to be Thanos. No. Um, but Josh Brolin the, is the main guy. You mean the guy from the Goonies? The, the guy, guy from the Goonies. <laughs> yes. Have you seen that, that new poster that came out today? Yes, uh, the, the the new Deadpool two poster where uh, it's Cable. It's a uh, Deadpool is painting Cable, but then the picture that Deadpool is painting is Goonies. Josh Brolin. That's funny. <laughs> Uh, I thought you had seen the photo, but the, the, just the magical mind of Sam Zia. He can get to places and not even know where he's going, but he gets to where we need him to yeah, be. Yeah, exactly. You know what? I have a way that, that Deadpool immediately can destroy cable. Swish to Dish Network. Done. <laughs> and this is our first I literally can't even of today's episode. <laughs> I literally can't even with that. So I watched Hail Caesar and I, I, I had a lot of fun. And then right after that, on I forgot what channel I was watching, Dawn of the Dead, the, the Zack Snyder yes. Dawn of the Dead nice. came on. And I really liked that movie. I liked it back when yeah. it came out. I owned that movie on DVD, and I've always enjoyed that movie. The thing that always interesting about that movie is what's his face from Modern Family? Ty Burrell. Like, he's such an asshole in that movie. Isn't yeah. <laughs> and and I've been on a big, like, Modern Family kick recently. Yeah. I've, been watching a, I've been watching it on USA because they just, apparently just show it during the day all the time. Yeah. And yeah, it's funny to, to see, yeah, because I'd seen the first time I saw him was Don of the Dead, and he was a total dickbag, yeah. really a piece of shit. I'm the captain, and the captain doesn't <laughs> doesn't work with the ship, as opposed to the porn version, Dong of the Dead. Dong, oh good god! But you know, I was watching that, and I was like, man, I remember watching this movie and thinking, man, man, this Zack Snyder did a good job. But as I learned today, and as you made a note to me I, mm-hmm. uh, as we were driving over here. That wasn't uh, necessarily Zack Snyder. No, he just directed uh, it. You know, uh, Sam Zia, would you like to know who wrote Dawn of the Dead? I don't know if you're aware of who wrote it, but uh, we're, we're, we're going to enlighten you. The same gentleman who brought us Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1, Volume 2, James Gunn. Wow. He wrote that Dawn of the Dead movie. So I, I realized, oh, this movie isn't good because Zack Snyder of Zack Snyder's directing. It's good in spite of Zack Snyder's directing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because as I rewatched it, you know, now with this knowledge of you know having watched, you know, Man of Steel and and Dawn of Just Ice and <laughs> and Just Ice League, um, that motherfucker is dark, and he's always been dark. Yeah, Zack Snyder, like, oh, yeah. no, no joke. Yeah. Look, that, a Watchman, it fit, it fit the Watchman perfectly, but not much else. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you know, Dawn of the Dead, rewatching it, man, they just like. They just mow through people. I I, I saw yeah. the one because I did. I was do as I normally do when I'm watching movies at home. I pull up. I research stuff on my phone because mm-hmm. that that's the era that we live in. Where yeah. The, I pull up my smartphone. And I start looking up the Wikipedia. Yeah, it is cold. It is rainy outside. Uh, uh, Miss Chanel. Yeah. Good evening, Chanel. Thank you for joining us on, on Twitch. It is cold. Yeah. We we had to rock our hoodies. My hoodie's a little a little moist. <laughs> moist. That's just moist. You saw me. <laughs> And I'm watching the movie, and they just mow through people. And one of the criticisms I saw of the movie was that you don't get any like interactions with any of the characters. You don't get to connect with any of the characters because they were just yeah. plowing through the plowing through them all, killing them one after the other. But I did. I mean, I do inherently like it just because you know the, the relationship between Vig Rames and pretty much everyone. Everyone, yeah. Because Vig Rames, <laughs> that was a movie that just proved Vig Rames is awesome in anything he does. <laughs> Did you watch it all the way through the credits? Yes. No, no. I, I've, I've always oh, watched it all the way. I've always watched a movie all the way through right. the credits because, you know, they kind of give you that, oh, they, they got in the boat, they get away, and then you watch the credits. Like, nah, they don't live. Yeah. They run out of food. The they, boat breaks down. They get, to they, the they get to the island in Lake Michigan, and the island is full of zombies, and they all die. <laughs> that's, that's just outstanding. 
Uh, it's, just a, it's a very uh, yeah. appropriate ending to a zombie movie. No, they didn't survive. No, they got somewhere. Everything was fucked. They they found uh, I guess like you know tapes of Ty Burrell's character banging chicks on his boat because uh, yeah I guess that's what you do in Wisconsin. You get a boat and apparently chicks will just bang you on, on your boat. And so I watched that, and then after watching that, I thought, man, that was you know it was very good. the way some of the people died in that movie yeah. too was just intense. That one girl got chainsawed in half, like Resident Evil Four style, like wow, right through, just off a, just off an accident, and then the, 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 the zombie baby. Oh, this ah, oh, thank you. Oh man, <laughs> the zombie pregnancy and then zombie baby. Awesome. <laughs> and then you just hear the, the the distant gunshot. Yeah, <laughs> and it's funny that. There was one actor who was in, in both movies, this guy, Matt Fruit. Because right after I watched Dawn of the Dead, I thought, you know what? I'm going I'm to talk a lot about Zack Snyder today. I'm gonna po- I popped in my copy of Watchmen, the director's cut, and I watched it right afterwards. Good movie. Because I, oh, you know. Very well, good movie. When I watched it, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's probably one of the most more faithful adaptations yeah. where they, they kind of go frame yeah. for frame. Almost, of uh, yeah, pretty for, much. For the most part. Yeah. But I discovered, I pull, and then be, be, Watchmen is my catcher in the rye, mm-hmm. where I have multiple copies of that. <laughs> I, and it is my it is my conspiracy theory book. That's that my book. I have at least three to four copies of, of Watchmen. <laughs> it, it's weird. <laughs> I, I, so I, I I'm sorry. I'm getting porn version, so I'm thinking catcher in the rear. Go ahead. <laughs> the, the, the Sam's his brain. Poop and porn. Poop, Poop and porn. Yeah. Uh. Pooping and porning. Yeah, and not mixing the two. I like, can help <laughs> not mixing the two into any Shiza videos. God no. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I have my limits. You have your limits. Uh, you, you're, 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 you're uh, unlike a certain president of the United States. You do not like any uh, human waste, any scatological, or any uh, any human uh, debris on you. <laughs> hey, golden showers are showers all the same. <laughs> but I. I so I please digress. I am digressing. I watched The Watchmen. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, I watched The Watchmen. Inside joke of the movie, because who watches The Watchmen? Right. And I watched it, and fucking a. There were. I mean, when I re- I I initially watched it when it came. One of my friends of a friend worked at Warner Bros. So I got to see it like a month before it came out. They yeah. did a they did an employee screening at the at the Warner Brothers Studios. And so a friend of mine, she was like, oh, you're a big comic nerd. And my friend's going to hook you up with a seat at the, the employee screen. So I got to see it early. I remember watching it initially. I'm like, oh, wow, that was so faithful, except for a couple of things. Mm-hmm. So watching it this time, because I think I maybe I'd watch it once in the last however many ten, it's I think it's almost been 10 years, yeah. eight or nine years since it initially came out. And I watched it with a more, more with a more judgy eye. I was a little bit more judgy. Like our friend Jonah. I watched it with a Jonah eye where I was like uh, analyzing things. And. The movie was excessively violent in relation to, I mean, because the book itself it's was very visceral, very, yeah. um, you know, for for when the when the Watchmen came out as a graphic novel, yeah. there was a lot more graphic violence than you're normally used to mm-hmm. in a book because that that came out like in the eighties. Yeah. Watchmen, right? That came out in the eighties. Like you see people get murdered, you see a dog get you know hatcheted right in the head, you see people go down. It's uh, it's not something you normally would see in a comic book. But the the movie, holy, they they and they added on a lot of extra stuff that would not have been there. I, I remember my my only complaint back then was they turned a sex scene that is three frames into five minutes of of sex with Hallelujah playing in the background. <laughs> I remember feeling very awkward in that theater. Yeah, I, remember, I remember even like when you had seen it. You told us you're like, like, oh, this is really bad sex scene. <laughs> like, you're like it's super awkward. Yeah. It's, it's way better than the sex scene in the room. 
but it's still it's, it's still much awkward. better. It's still awkward because yeah. it just goes on and on. Like you get full on, you know, lots of thrusts. You know, lots what? of angles. You know what? I imagine Zack Snyder was sitting there just fapping away. <laughs> I get the feeling that it was playing along with some of the trends that were happening at that time. <laughs> Matrix, the second one, had that 10-minute-long oh, sex oh, and good. dance. Oh, that's right. They had, that, they had an orgy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there that, was a full-on orgy going on while Trinity. The second and third Trinity. Matrix. Like, as, as far as content goes, there was only enough for one movie in the oh, second yeah. and third Matrix, and they just extended that sex trilogy. and dance scene and that gigantic chase scene and everything that was just, like, longer than it needed to be except that's true. for the actual mm. content. That's true. You know, it, it, it's funny. It's funny you mentioned them. I was going to make the Matrix another episode of the show where I was going to I was going to sit down and watch all three movies back to back to back to back. I originally was going to do that last week, but I got lazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and so, yeah, and some of the other stuff, they really expanded stuff that didn't exist in the book where yeah. when, when they went to go uh, when they went to rescue people from the from the building in the comic, it was all right. They roll in like, hey, all right. Like the transition from that to them fucking on the on the jet, it was it was very much a. They felt fulfilled. They felt, and it was. I felt it was much more romantic. It was more romantic in the yeah. comic, where in the movie it was just, oh fuck, that was hot. Let's fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like so, there, there was a different pacing. I'm sure if Alan Moore, I doubt the original writer Alan Moore has ever. No. You know, watch the movie because I'm I'm sure he would throw things at his television, <laughs> watching the movie because they they did inherently do a lot of the same themes from yeah. his uh, from his uh, original graphic novel, but they took uh, I've Zack Snyder took a lot of liberties like oh, especially yeah. with that scene and when they go go to the prison to bust out Rorschach, there was a they added a lot of fighting scenes yeah. that that didn't exist yeah <laughs> it's like because they showed up there was already a riot going on they just waded through the riot I mean maybe they punched a couple of guys here and there but. <laughs> They did a whole on like that was like I, it's funny you mentioned the Matrix. They did like uh, an homage to the Matrix where they you know they, they go down the um, the aisle and they like didn't 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 where Silk Spectre gets to show off how uh, you know how awesome she is at kicking everyone's ass and playing and, and, towards that trend of having a, a very hot woman kicking a lot of ass mm-hmm. in multiple angles. And- right, I mean which which they they pushed forward with a later on with a sucker punch another Zack Snyder mm-hmm. film which yeah. I've never watched that but I hear it's just a, a long video game cutscene. It, it, it looks really nice. Oh, it, it's pretty. <laughs> like the story makes very little sense, but <laughs> and nowadays that matters. Well, I guess. <laughs> I guess um, depending on the film. And uh, John Hamm's in that movie. John Hamm's in Sucker Punch. John Hamm's in Sucker Punch. I kind of want to watch it. Does <laughs> yeah, anybody right? slam ham? Oh, no. <laughs> Juan Hamon. Juan Hamon. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, well, and then one of the other things that. And one of the other things that did bother me, because I really, I, I, I flipped through the book to make sure yeah. that my memory was correct. There, there's a scene, because they do fast forward, they, they drop a lot of the sub, like naturally they have to drop a lot of subplots. Because there's no way you can put 12 issues of The Watchmen into a movie. You're, you're creating a, mo- a movie miniseries, which I think HBO yeah, apparently is going to do a series, which maybe it'll be a little more, more accurate or more faithful to yeah. some of the intent. But there's a scene where, where Rorschach, the guy with the, the, the blurry face thing, in the movie... Like he, he he explains how he became this darker version of himself, where he was trying to find this kidnapped daughter uh, of like uh, this dude. I guess he, I don't know. They thought they, she was being kidnapped for a ransom because she had a bad last. Like she had the wrong last name. Yeah. <laughs> it turned out, oh, it wasn't the royal fa- rich family. It was uh, just some bus driver. And so he he's hunting down he's hunting down clues, and he finds 
where she was kidnapped, but then it turns out she's not alive. He finds her panties in the freaking in a furnace, and he looks outside and sees a couple of German shepherds fighting over a, a, a bone. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny because in the movie they made it much more obvious. In yeah. the comic, it was, it was much more subtle. Like you, like it, oh, that doesn't look like normal bone. That looks like a femur. Where in the movie they just show the still the connected foot with the shoe on it, just in case people weren't sure. The dogs are eating the kid. Yeah. The dude chopped up the kid, and in the movie. Uh, Rorschach kills the dude. He straight up he, he he handcuffs the dude to the to the stove, and then he he takes one of the knives and just splits his head open. And in the comic, it was played out a little differently. Where like he the the moment where he became dark, he split open the head of one of the dogs, and then then more of the long form thing where he handcuffs the dude to the stove. He gets out a hacksaw. He lays it down in front of him. And he's like, "What are you gonna do?" Like he's just like, "You might have to. You, you can't saw through the handcuffs. It'll take too long." And he just sets the house on fire, and he stands outside and watches it burn. And it's more of the old, like, oh, <laughs> oh, what are you going to do the hacksaw? Like, well, I'm you are going to cut your arm off. I'm going to set the house on fire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, like, it, it was a lot more subtle where, like, Zack Snyder, like, oh, this isn't dark enough. Yeah. We need to watch him repeatedly just, bah, 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 serial killer this dude. Where, it, like, it was, I, I honestly, I think storytelling-wise, a little bit more nuanced. And that's the thing. where There was a lot more nuanced things where no. Rorschach is still technically a hero, but he decided to kill that dude. But not directly. He gave the dude a chance to cut off his own arm <laughs> to save himself. Where in the movie, it's like... I'm psychotic now. Ba ba ba, you're dead. Yeah. And then that's that's where they, they chose to do that. And I was like, huh, that, that, Zack Snyder's a dark motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> and then one other small note was they, they made some of the parts much more melodramatic in the movie than they were in the comic. When uh when Rorschach is, is blown up to he's atomized at the end. He's like, I don't know. I will never compromise. Like that was one thing. They really got the attitude of that character down. Yeah. Where it's like, I'm I have my beliefs. I will never compromise, even in the face of Armageddon. Even like yeah. he says that line at the beginning of the movie, and at the end, like, oh, they they just established this world peace. Mm-hmm. But he's like, I will ruin this world peace because we got it unfairly, because it was unjust, because we killed a f- we killed a few million people to save billions. Like, no, no, this is not justice. Yeah, and he gets atomized, and the in the book is just Doctor Manhattan atomizing him, and that's it. While like. They they played it differently with Night Owl, uh, with the the, the Batman-ish character or Blue Beetle-ish character. Yeah. If you're really accurate, but, yeah, it's funny. They made him more like Batman in the movie because yeah. like, he was supposed to be more like my, one of my favorite characters, the Blue Beetle. the owl ship, just <laughs> yeah. like uh, the, the, the 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 bug ship. Yeah. But yeah, they really made him more Batman-like yeah. in 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 this film. And so they had him out there. He watched Rorschach get uh, get atomized. He's like. Like extra like this cheesy like I just watched my best friend who's an asshole get killed. <laughs> motherfucker owed me beans. Yeah, the motherfucker <laughs> owed me beans. Well, in the comic, he just kind of like they, 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 there's this really like, this mental breakdown where him and, and the cell inspector just start banging on the freaking. They just get naked and fuck <laughs> in the book because it was like, well, it's the end of the world. Yeah, but in the, in the movie, he watches. Uh, he watches Rorschach get animized, and he turns around, he goes back, and he beats the shit out of Ozymandias. He goes, ah, I hate you, I hate you. And I was like, that was cheesy. Yeah. It, it, was, it, was, it was quite cheesy, where it's mm-hmm. like, okay, yeah, we get it. He's mad about, you know, the end of the world, blah, well, blah, they blah. Could, a lot of times, you have to remember, the audience doesn't get the abstract where 
you're you can infer this right, is right. what's going on. It's, obviously, you know, it's a different different mediums. Yes, no, yeah. no, I, no, I I get that, but it, it was, I feel like they sacrificed everything. Like they kind of sacrificed everything they built up with Night Owl, making him kind of a badass, and then having him turn into like, uh, they, uh, for lack of a better word, they turned into a bitch in the last <laughs> ten five ten minutes of the movie. Well, it was the thing too, like you like you said, like they they made him more like Batman because in the comic he was like he was bad, and yeah. pathetic, and they never they never played that up. No, like, they, like he, the worst thing he, he was, stayed in shape. Yeah, the other, the worst thing was like he was like kind of balding, right? Like he was just kind of like I'm old and you I'm know? old, <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, I'm a I'm a retired. So we were retired. Yeah. Or in the movie, he was still in shape. He he was Batman. Yeah. We're like, yeah, like it's funny because in the comic, you, you, he was fat, fat, fat blue beetle. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and then that, that, those are like the last one's more of a minor, minor quill on my part, but like this is just a he inserts a lot of his darkness, mm. and, and it's funny because as as I was telling you earlier, we should have seen this coming then, like yeah. when 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 they put him in charge of uh, Man of Steel, yeah, and then yeah. later on all the Justice League stuff, like this should have been obvious. Yeah, here's gonna get dark. I mean, as and to your point, Sam. It does fit the Watchmen because the Watchmen it's it's not a light comic book. No, no, no. That is not a light comic. That is that, yeah. that is a comic full of darkness. Mm-hmm. But somehow he made it darker. <laughs> <laughs> like this isn't dark enough. Hand me the charcoal. We must go darker. <laughs> we must. That's more of a piece of art, not blackface, sir. No, no, sir. no, 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 no. I had a thought that mm-hmm. I'm not going to share. Oh. It was a bad one. <laughs> And it, there's, there's a quote somewhere. I remember like it's, it, was, it was posted everywhere when after Matthew had come out. Where he said in some interview, Zack Snyder was saying that he never, he was never into the DC heroes because for him they weren't killing or fucking. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> see, yeah, that 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 should have been like the biggest red flag of all. Yeah. That that should have been a giant red flag. Yeah. It's like, wait, maybe this isn't the right guy, but you know, maybe some executive Warner Brothers thought, hey, this is a guy who can he can modernize our superheroes. He can make them modern. Yeah, he can make Superman badass instead of you know. I mean, instead of the big blue scout, blue, big blue Boy Scout is a big blue psychopathic murderer who will slap, <laughs> snap someone's neck and yep. kill millions in Metropolis just for the sake of stopping one villain. Yep. So it's like all the signs were there yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. with, you know, Watchmen and Sucker mm-hmm. Punch and all of his other stuff. You know, well, well, it was actually very appropriate for 300. Yeah. 300, that was perfect for 300. Yeah. Like that, that I, I think 300 was that audition that got him like all these other jobs. <laughs> yeah. Because that was the, the he was he showed he can make comic accurate like comic know. accurate because it helps with um it helps when you when you're when you're adapting a comic of a uh, of a uh, like Frank, Frank Miller noted psychopath Sam I I, I uh, are you trying to send us a message No no I'm just doing my I'm just it's in my mind and in my body working out the trajectory of both his career and M Night Shyamalan. <laughs> ah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Very similar. They're they're, they're living off of one success, yeah. <laughs> or or two. Depending on a couple of a couple of yeah, couple. But of then successes. they fuck up the world and destroy something that everybody loves in the process. Avatar: Lost Airbender. God damn it! <laughs> Lamar is watching that for the first I, time right I now. I see all of his tweets. He like his tweets and Facebook posts, and like he is working his way through one episode at a time, and it's 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 it's, it's amazing. It's his a, reactions. Such a good it's show, really too, good, man. man. It's really good. Yeah, I, I, I feel like this is going to cause another. I, I've never watched that show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you get a pass on this one because it's not made in 1985 or 86 <laughs> like Last Dragon, which you have. Uh, we got to give him credit. He has seen The Last I, Dragon. Uh, a, couple, a week or two ago, I went over to Sam's house and I watched The Last Dragon. I saw it. It's it's a prequel to Black Dynamite. <laughs> Tell me how awesome that was. It was amazing. It, it, it was 
It was very amusing. Yeah. I was amused. Uh, <laughs> if a movie amuses me, then it is a fine film. I yes. I'm, I was amused throughout <laughs> the ridiculousness of Shonuff, <laughs> the the true white boy villain. <laughs> How they reversed the, races in the movie, where the black people were Asian and the Asian people were black. And I feel like that was part of the reason why the Wu-Tang Clan was inspired. I'm sure a, a young Riza, a young Jizza, a young Inspector Deck, a young Old Dirty Bastard, they watched The Last Dragon and they said, yo, we can be Asian too, motherfucker. We can be shown up. We can be shown up. 36 chambers in your ass, motherfucker. I, I, I love the fact that you said young Old Dirty Bastard. <laughs> like... And he just changed his name from Dirk McDirt to the old dirty Chinese restaurant. <laughs> Young old dirty bastard. Young old dirty bastard. Yeah, but, I did that. Yeah, yeah I went there. I On this one, you get a pass. <laughs> I get a pass. But I will say this. It, it's one that you should remedy when you have the time. Because what, to watch the Avatar? Well, no. Yes, watch yeah. the show. It is that good. Uh, uh, and or so the Dre has heard. And you have to do it because I watched all of Happy. Oh, all oh of it. shit. All of it? All you of watched, it. I haven't even finished all of Happy. I'm still behind. So, so Sam, Sam, Sam's here. <laughs> Tell me, what did you... I, I've read the comic. Uh, yeah. Pete has read the comic. I'm sure you watched all the episodes I already. I, I still need to catch up because I have to download them on my DVR slowly with my bad internet. <laughs> what, did you, what did you think of Happy? Fucking amazing! See, I, I I knew that show was gonna be like that. That I told you, it's in your wheelhouse. We we knew that it you... is so perfect. It, it, it's it a very Samzia show. Yeah, if I had to write a show that was a buddy cop show, uh, you know, a, a buddy show that's cop based, that would be it. That's it. Yeah, it, it's really good, man. They they because. We were talking about this because the comic book is only like three, four issues. Yeah, it's like, a short book. They're, 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 they're taking this yeah. beyond. And they, the, they set it up for next season. Oh, they did? I was like, oh, okay, that's what this season two is going to be. Okay. And then <laughs> what, 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 what amuses me the most about the show or what what makes me happy, ah, I was trying to avoid the pun, is the, the guy who wrote the comic is involved the show. He has been writing the scripts. Yeah, he's yeah. He's been helping transition the show from a comic book to – a TV show, and I feel like it's helped keep his authentic style, which yeah, is insane. I feel like we should get Sam Zia some of Grant Morrison comics and see because if, if you if you enjoyed this, I think you would like. You might have the correct mind frame to accurately decipher Grant Morrison books immediately. Where like Pete and I, we have to. I feel like I have to reread <laughs> Grant Morrison books over and over to kind of just like, okay, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> We're like I don't know. Maybe you it requires less maybe rereads. A bit like maybe you only need one or two yeah. rereads. Where like I had to reread Final Crisis a bunch of times. Like I feel like Sam Zia, you have the correct um, chemical balance in your brain where you could probably read Grant Morrison comics and be like, oh wow, I get that. It's this, this, and this. Yeah. <laughs> he he just good, referenced Kierkegaard. Yeah. <laughs> Why well, I'm a good psychologist. <laughs> yes, exactly. No, but. I mean, but uh, I, I'm a guy who bonded with a kid who was having hallucinations over uh, Chew. The comic book? Yeah. That's a creepy comic book. You ever read that comic book? I've heard of that comic. It I've never read the comic really, book. I have, it's, it's I have uh, the first few issues of it. And I, I was talking to him about, like, he was telling me about, like, how he really likes comic books. He had some serious issues. He was on some heavy medication mm -hmm. and everything. But he... Was a, a sweet kid, yeah. and he he was just saying, yeah, I really like comic books, but a lot of stuff that I do is dark and you know kind of different. And I'm like, I've been reading Chew recently, 
and he just pulled he opens his bag and pulls out an issue right there. Mm-hmm. I was like, yes, <laughs> that's how you connect. There you go. No, yeah. but it's really. It, I, I've heard of it. I, I've talked to other nerds about Chew, but I can't bring myself to read it because it's yeah, just it, woof. It, it's pretty. It's pretty dark. It's, it's dark. That's that, that, that that right that, that, that the deep end of the pool of yeah. comic books. <laughs> yeah, like if Marvel and DC are the are the are the proverbial kiddie pool, or like some writers are kind of the middle of the pool. That's like the far end. Like, hey, there is a is an Olympic sized pool. <laughs> Tread carefully. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, this I'm, is I'm, the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm a fan of that one, and I I think you would like it too. Oh, no. <laughs> I think you would, but it would have it would involve you like I'm not down with the sickness, <laughs> jumping a little bit past your comfort zone. Yeah, and that's something that you know me. Everything that's out of your comfort zone is all good. <laughs> Although, but I'm a guy who I mean I love the show Sex Criminals. That's like no. that's probably one of my favorite comic books on the shelf, even though it only comes out every six months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but choose a little like it. It's it's different. It's they it, it go pretty far, but it, it's a different you know. It's a different level of art. Different direction compared yeah. to Sex Criminals yeah. or yeah or some of the other some of my other indie books yeah. that, that I read like like East of West. I don't know that's another one that's like yeah that's another one. Uh, <laughs> that's a deep end of the pool book that I read because of Jonathan Hickman. Yeah. I don't think he does drugs, but he's insane. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I find most of the comic book guys I like are really not mentally well. Like yeah. Warren Ellis, Alan Moore, <laughs> Grant Morrison. <laughs> Jonathan Hickman, Matt Fraction, yeah. Chip Zdarsky. They're all not mentally well. Yeah, I, I don't remember. They write the best writers. I, I'm the kind of guy that doesn't remember much. You know, <laughs> I try to forget as much as I can. And the I don't that book remember is... the kid's name, but I guarantee you, he was that good of an artist, and I think he'll make what a, a splash whenever he happens. He to decides to do that. Oh, cool. Because he he was he had a unique influence, and the guy had talent. So what what book do you think? I, I know normally Wednesday nights is usually oh, we talk comics, so but I, what what kind of book do you think we should hand he, Sam? He, here's the pitch I'm gonna give you. I, I gave this to Drake. He, he had never read this book. Oh, okay. The guy who wrote Happy, he wrote a book called We Three. Okay, <laughs> it is the saddest comic I've ever read. People always complain about they cry at this at this book. Okay, so Grant Morrison, he he's the guy. He's from from Scotland, right? He came Wonder why he's so dark. <laughs> they don't get sun out. There. Yeah, Garth Ennis, a Scottish writer. Okay. Uh, while in America, he watched Homeward Bound. You ever seen that movie? <laughs> really, yeah. the dog one, the dog movie. And he decided, I'm going to make a science fiction version of this book of this movie. Son of a bitch! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can imagine how deep the well goes on that. It's- just seeing just. Just basing it the, off the of, guy who wrote Happy decided yeah. to make his own version of Homeward Bound, but science fiction. Science fiction. Wait, and the saddest wait, thing you've ever read. Time out. Did he call it sad? No, it's it's called no, it's no. called we it's it's called we three. It's called we oh, well, it should have been sad. Happy, sad. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, he he's not that derivative. No. And Joanna Morales on Facebook Live lets us know that she hates we three. It's so sad. Well, she'll, but she's a big animal activist, yeah. so that's that's fair. I'm a guy that likes deep shit. Uh I I like disturbed deep shit like chew um, <laughs> I, I like but the happy was as disturbed yeah. deep as awesome as awesome as it gets oh yeah especially for tv man like i, I, I yeah that, that helped sci-fi get like, like we discussed last week where sci-fi has decided to you know fuck it yeah <laughs> they've gone like we're gonna use the f word fuck it <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't just the word. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah, there's a that well the content wise they 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 just said 
They said fuck it. We were in regards to all content with that show. Jesus, tap dancing. Christ. What episode are you on? Um ah, four or five. Wait till I get the oh, last one. Okay. Oh god. You don't you don't know why they call that guy smooth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Smoothie? Yeah. Smoothie. You don't what, know why. Do they drink people? Jesus. No. Jesus. Yeah, sure. We'll go with okay. that. <laughs> does, he, does, he, does he turn people into smoothies and drink like, them? That's less disturbing. Uh, but okay. Yeah, yeah, that's but, less disturbing. Yeah, we'll, we'll Can't just, even liquefy motherfuckers. We'll say well, he puts people in a giant blender and fries and drinks some, drink some margarita style. Let's go with that. Uh, it's worse than that. It's worse than that. It's much worse than that. Good God. That, I mean, that actor bothers me. Every time yeah. I see that actor, he bothers me and everything. Yeah. He, now he you will in, never, ever look at him the same way. He, he was in Hail Caesar this morning. I saw him. Hey, it's that piece of shit from Happy. And I've seen him in other shit where he fucking, he's a weirdo psychopath. Be, and you'll be saying, hey, look, it's Smoothie. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, I, and I, I feel, I don't, I don't know if he's related to the voice of Roger Rabbit because they oh, have, maybe. I'm not sure. I, I don't want to be like making shit Charles up. Charles Fleischer? Yeah, because his name is like something Fleischer. That that actor. I've seen that dude live. It was awkward. <laughs> yeah, it took a, a while. Dude. It took like ten minutes for me to realize, <laughs> holy shit, that's that's the dude that did Roger Rabbit. Oh yeah, that guy's I, weird. Well, no, because I wasn't paying attention to who was on stage uh-huh. at that time. It was just somebody. Ran, it was at the John Lovitz Theater, and mm-hmm. I wasn't paying attention. No, he, he's. I was talking to somebody. He's a local guy. Yeah, I was no. talking to somebody, and then he was like, uh, and then like halfway through, I I recognized the voice. I'm like. I look back and like Roger Rabbit. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I had to like help uh, corral him during the Roger Rabbit Blu-ray release. We had him we had him there for uh, for interviews at the office. Okay. <laughs> and and he gave, and he totally gave me one of those Hollywood freaking like orders from like I had to go to the to the the commissary. I had to order an egg white something or other with no this no this but with this and this and this. I was like I was like really dude you're you're one of those dudes. I'm like all right whatever. <laughs> whatever. I got the feeling, <laughs> no, I got the feeling that he doesn't ever have that opportunity ever. So when he was in that position, he oh was he was able to do it. Oh yeah, that was crazy. He never ate it. it was, the, the the best part was I went and got it. I delivered it, and then uh, the publicist said, yeah he never ate that thing. I think yeah. he was just ordering it. He wanted, he's wanted a big time. Yeah, like, like you said, he, he never has that position, so he was able yeah. to big time and do one of those big time orders. I'm sorry if I ever if I'm ever in that position, I'm asking someone to go and get me something I'm not going to eat. I'm going to ask someone to go and get me like an egg so- an egg <laughs> sausage sandwich from like a local restaurant or something, and bring it over here. I'm like, God damn it, I don't eat eggs or pork. <laughs> Why'd you bring me this bullshit? I didn't ask for this. <laughs> So uh, I was gonna tell you. I, oh, you totally forgot it. something. So we were talking about Watchmen. Uh huh. Did you hear about the what, what they're doing with the HBO thing? No. What are they doing? So they haven't confirmed it, but the, there's a report going around that it might be set in modern times. No. And it's more. It's not. It, it's not. It new would season. fit, dude. It would. I fit. know it would fit. Well, with Trump. Oh. Dude, oh, cause, everything because Nixon was president during yeah. the Watchmen. Well, yeah, so. no, that's what it was. It, what's happening is we are watching the deterioration. It passes through my head every <laughs> damn day when I see what's happening in the news. I'm like, we are watching what happened to the Watchmen, like what led to like what you I see mean, in the Watchmen true, was 20 years removed. Because uh, we are worried about the the the, the, the doomsday clock yeah. is moving closer and closer to midnight yep. in the in the real world, the just real like world. it did in the movie. Yep. We have a president who is drunk with power. <laughs> Oh man, I don't want to live in Watchmen times. We're living in the Watchmen times. God damn it! 
Only problem is we don't have a Mr. Manhattan to either kill us so that we don't have to witness it anymore or save us. Or so do we? we <laughs> Maybe. You never know. We never know. They could be, oh, good God. Yeah, we don't know. Without, without Dr. Manhattan. Oh, man, we're fucked. We're fucked. Where, I, I'm a big-ass nerd. Where's my Silk Spectre? <laughs> Someone find me a woman who will beat my ass. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's what they're saying. It's gonna be set. In it's in modern times. Yeah. That is fascinating. I, I hope that the I hope there's enough money to get to Alan Moore so you can buy another castle with a moat <laughs> right. to make up for this. Because <laughs> I'm sure it'll just drive him mad. <laughs> Those fucks in DC keep fucking with my work. Why do they do it, Warren? Why? I'm that when he goes. He's like, don't talk about the Watchmen movie. I may cry. <laughs> Don't talk about the watch. There is a record where one of another one of the comic writers, he's good friends with Alan Moore. This guy, another another psychopath writer, which you may enjoy. Some of his his independent work, you'd probably love his shit. Good God. Oh, Warren Ellis. Warren Ellis. Yeah. He he wrote the best Iron Man. Yeah. Good God. <laughs> with restrictions, he still writes well. Without restrictions, he's a, he, he goes on podcasts and he'll do impressions of his friend. I'm like, please, don't, like he's like, please don't talk about the Watchmen. <laughs> It's like, I bought a castle, and I built a moat around it to keep them away. They're making V for Vendetta. That makes me sad. (laughs) And then you're like, like all the shit that he's done, he does not allow them to put his name on it. Hmm. Because in the credits it says, co-created by Dave Gibbons, the artist. Nice. And like V for Vendetta, co-created by, um, I forgot the the, the artist for that. Uh, It's a different, uh, another one of his English collaborators. But it's always this whole thing because he said when he wrote it, he meant it to be a comic book, and that was it. Yeah. So he hates when they adapt shit. Yeah. The 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 Simpsons made a joke of it once, where like the, the, they had Al, Alan Moore was there, and someone brought it to him a copy of Watchmen Babies, much like Muppet Babies. Yeah. <laughs> but it was Watchmen Babies. Why did you bring this to me? <laughs> I do not want it. <laughs> Even the Simpsons made a joke of it. It's Watchmen Babies V for Vacation. V for Vacation. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. I forgot about them. <laughs> and they were surfing. <laughs> and they're all surfing. It was a two for one joke. V for Vacation. Watchmen babies killing the government. <laughs> you ever see that? Uh, there was a video on YouTube with some guy. This is an animator. He made an opening for Watchmen. It was an 80s cartoon. Ha! And the funniest thing in that the whole thing is it's, it's so subtle. Is at one point they show Rorschach and he's like petting the dog. He's petting a German Shepherd. <laughs> like, <laughs> because obviously he kills a couple of German Shepherds. Yeah, but he's just sitting there just petting this German Shepherd. <laughs> That is disturbingly awesome. I like it on a weird level. I enjoy it, man. We well, we can keep going. Well, because I had another topic. I had a video game topic that Let's I want to it. talk about. Because yeah. this week we got more information about Kingdom Hearts three. I don't know if you're. Uh, I don't know. Are you a Kingdom Hearts guy, Mister Samzia, or not really? I am appreciative. I have not played. I am aware of it, and I know of its glory. Yeah, it, it's a it's a fun game, but I I, I would not say plot wise is any good. <laughs> that I, I I've always argued that 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 that's one of the most convoluted stories. You ask any person who's a fan of Kingdom Hearts to tell you, hey, what's the plot of Kingdom Hearts? What's it about? They would not be able to tell you. I couldn't tell you. I've played all the games. I've played both the ones on the on the console. I played the Game Boy Advance one. I played the DS one. I played the PSP one. I played the 3DS one. And my friend, I could not tell you what, heads or tails of what the fuck is happening, <laughs> well, other than Donald and Goofy are beating the shit out of Disney villains. Well, which is, I feel, that's the main appeal of the game. Yeah, 
you have to remember they're trying to squish as many Disney and, and Square Enix characters together into one into one series of games mm-hmm. as possible and try to blur together some kind of coherent storyline, which is the problem with almost every oh, no. Square Enix oh, God. No, but, JRPG. But you, oh, but you don't understand, my friend. So, no, that, that's already inherently a problem, but somehow Tetsuya Nomura said, oh, that's normally a problem? Hold my beer. He went ape on it, didn't he? <laughs> oh, it's even more convoluted. Yeah, I played the first two. It's, oh, did you? Yeah, oh, you oh, you have played oh, them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I forgot to ask on the way over. Yeah. And yeah, the plot makes no oh, fucking yeah. sense, right? <laughs> Isn't like Cloud show up? In the, yeah, like, Cloud shows up. You know, fight Sephiroth and both of them. Why not? <laughs> of course. <laughs> I, 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 I was, I, like My favorite thing from the first game was like, they basically created like a freaking Legion of Doom of Disney villains. Yeah. That was like, I think that was one of the most awesome things because you just have like this round table where you have Jafar and Pete and freaking and uh, Maleficent is like their leader. Nice. <laughs> and it just, it, it, it was, I, those cutscenes were a lot of fun. Yeah. Whenever they showed the villains, those were my favorite parts of the game. Oh, Whenever they're trying to explain, like, <laughs> what is Kingdom Hearts? I don't know. It's a giant heart in the fucking sky. What does it do? We don't know. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts is some sort of thing that everybody wants, but do they explain it? No. no. Why do we lock the worlds? To lock out the heartless. But what are the heartless? We don't, they're things without hearts. Where do the hearts go? They go into Kingdom Hearts. But what are the nobodies? We have nobodies in the second one. Who are the nobodies? We don't know who nobody is. Who is nobody? Nobody is who? 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 What? What? When? Where? There's a key. Hey, Mickey. Yeah. He's a king. King of what? Don't know. Don't know. <laughs> I have a theory. Oh, no. Bear with me on this. Oh, oh no, man. no. I'm getting ready. I'm ready. Oh, yeah, yeah. Samzy has a theory. We, we, must, we must prepare ourselves. No. I call this the Up in Smoke theory. During the development of the movie Up in Smoke, Cheech and Chong, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, of course. They were smoking the whole time. And in order to get from plot point A to B to C, sometimes they didn't have any real coherent way to do it. Correct. So what Chong would usually say, like, he's like, well, why would this happen? Like, why would this cop or why, you know, we're about to get busted by the cops. Why would this guy randomly come and just rear end us and or rear end the cop and then we're free to go? Like, why would that happen? It's like, yeah, man, wouldn't that be cool? So I get the feeling that, that a lot of this is, hey, wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> yeah. Just, in order to get to Tarzan, we go to Tarzan world, we fuck up the hunter, and then we just go to the next world because because that would be cool. Yeah. Because look at who you have. Look at who's waiting for you at the end of all of these different plot points. Yeah. It's you have these iconic characters mm-hmm. that are either Disney or Square Enix that you get to square off against. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't. You uh, story is ancillary. You're just trying to. You know, get like to the next in cool order, thing that happens. In, that, in order to get to the next cool thing that happens, you have to just go like, yeah, wouldn't it be cool if that just happened? <laughs> okay. I Me mean, honestly, in Kingdom Hearts 2, when I got to go to Tron World, yeah. I was so fucking happy. Yeah. Well, it was cool because the first one you had original Tron, right? Mm-hmm. And then the second one was, oh, no. Was no, it? uh, it's part two. We had original Tron. And then the the uh, the, the 3DS one had, had the Tron Legacy. Yeah, the Bridges came yeah. back and all that. That was the other thing that was cool about those games. They would bring back these actors. Yeah, all the they they did bring out mostly original actors. Yeah, yeah. see that's with a few badass. notable exceptions. Yeah. But well, that that's pretty badass. But I and I have that's by the way that whole thing is my issue with all stoner films. They like <laughs> wouldn't all, that be cool? Yeah, no, they had they like get from plot point A. They can't think of any real way to get from A to B. So uh, they are you trying go. to think that the writers of How High or Half Baked? No, How or? How High is great. Half Baked is guilty of it. Uh, <laughs> I would say the Harold and Kumar movies are guilty of it. Yeah. 
Um, I, I always it's say like where you Harold see, Kumar is me and Jai without pot. Yeah, where where you see a like a line, a good coherent story going, and then all of a sudden they kind of go blurry. Yeah. Just like any yeah, the the, the 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 I think there was the second Harold and Kumar movie was really guilty of that. It was they had no idea where the fuck yeah. they were going. Yeah, and that's where like that all started from Cheech and Chong. Yeah. But yeah, these, these Kingdom Hearts games, they, believe me, like I will buy Kingdom Hearts three mm. the day it comes out. I will play it. I will have fun because the gameplay is really fun. It's a it's an action RPG, and I have to press a button here to keep the PS4 from turning off. <laughs> <laughs> and Sam's doing something with the camera on, on Twitch, and he's flipping off the, the no one who's watching. Um, I won't play the game. But you know what, what the amazing thing is about this Kingdom Hearts series? Like, you know, like, they are trying to milk it. They, yeah. you know, this, uh, but you know how long it's been since Kingdom Hearts 2? Don't milk yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you know how long it's been since Kingdom Hearts 2? It's going to be 13 years. 1-3. 13. People bitched about 15. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and people bitched about Final Fantasy 15. I mean, seriously, this is this is as big a blue ball in video game history next to the fucking, what's it called? Uh, not, uh, not Doom, but... Uh, Duke Nukem. Duke Nukem. Duke Nukem Forever, which yeah. took forever to come out, and when it did, it sucked. Yeah, exactly. So let's hope this... And it's going to live up to the hype. It's going yeah, to Yeah, because uh, the game was supposed to come out at some point during the PS3, and then it, when the PS3 came and gone. I I, I was fearful. I'm like, hey, maybe they'll, they'll wait till the 25th anniversary of Kingdom Hearts, because it's almost been 20 years since the first game. Because <laughs> the first game was like 2002, because I was still in college. My, my favorite... I, whenever I talk to someone about Kingdom Hearts, uh, my favorite story is I failed a class in college because of Kingdom Hearts 1. <laughs> I had a geography class where I was supposed to study maps. It was like basically like it was like freshman or basic geography. I was supposed to memorize maps. Like, oh, like memorize this map of Africa. Like memorize everything. And instead of, uh, you know, studying for the test, I'm like, oh, cool. What's the next world? Oh, I'm going to Agrabah. Fuck this. Oh, shit, I got to get to class. <laughs> Yeah. And I would fail the map test. And then, then the following week, there'd be another map test. I'm like, oh, I'm in Tarzan world. Got to keep going to the next save point. <laughs> You'll be in the, in the class saying, where's Agrabah? Where is Agrabah? <laughs> I, know, I, know, I know Tarzan somewhere in Africa. Sorry. Well, I don't know what that noise was. Made you look. <laughs> what was that noise? And yeah, I, I failed that class. I had to retake. I took. It, I retook it later with the same professor. But thankfully, at that point, I had already finished Kingdom Hearts one, <laughs> so I had. I took the time and actually studied that time around. <laughs> but yep, that, that's how much fun I was having. Even though I didn't understand what was going on, no. it was fun. It was I mean, fun, man. it was a fun game. I go, you know, you're hacking and slashing, and I remember how much work I had to put in to beat stupid Sephiroth. Man, <laughs> it was an optional boss, but that it was a lot of work. It seemed to be like that another trend in games. Uh, you got God of War, were the hack and slash games. Mm -hmm. uh, that's a genre that just never got me because it just at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it just became too easy. You end you end up with overpowered weapons, and you, they just throw more numbers at you. Mm -hmm. And it's fun, but it's just it unless you have a good storyline or fun bosses. Like, mm -hmm. real great. Like, where you have to kind of, like, figure out the puzzle. Yeah. Of like, oh, how do I get past this asshole? Yeah. Those, that makes it so that those hack and slash games are, like, become good. Okay. But a lot of them are just the same. So, yeah, I, 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 have so this, I, I have the same I imagine you hate Dynasty Warriors with a fiery passion. Because eh. that's literally hack and slash with absolutely no plot whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I feel about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I like, 
I like everyone's it super excited works. for God of War because that's coming out on, yeah. on, 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 Stoner, on Stoner Christmas. See, I'm looking forward to that one, too, because it takes the entire series in a different direction. I want to see Norse gods go. instead of the uh, Roman yeah. gods. Yeah. So that's going to be cool. I'm looking forward to that. and that Because that one, the storyline on it was, okay, we can live with that. Pretty cool. Like, oh, man, they did the first one, that big reveal at the end. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm the son of Zeus. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I like... Uh, I like that one. I'm really excited for that one to come out. But also, a uh, game that just came out was the remake of Shadows of the Colossus. Oh, yeah. I never really, I, I, I had that game for PS2, but I never really, uh, I wasn't a, I don't know, I didn't get into it. Did you play it at all, or did you just not? I, no, I, no, I bought it. I played, yeah. no, this is, no, this is, you know, PS2 era. You know, yeah. back then, hey, man, I was a lot broker back then. If I bought a game, it was, it was to play it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Unless it went to the backlog, but that, that, that's another story. When I had more money, right? But yeah, I bought Colossus. I went through like a few. Like I must have got to like two or three of Colossi. Yeah, and I was just like, okay, I'm good. They're like, all right, I got got yeah. sixteen to get through. I'm like, I just got to keep doing the same. Like, like the way you're feeling, like, you know, say the hack and slash, where it's like, oh, these are okay. These are giant puzzles, but it's like, oh, it's not like like if I have a puzzle, it's like, all right, cool. I have much more control. Where it's like this one's like, oh fuck, if I fuck up something, I got to go all the way back down to the bottom. I'm like, oh. Nope, <laughs> like it, it did not grab me. Yeah, that, that pulled me in. Although I, uh, it is a piece of art that I, I will not doubt that. Good oh, God, yeah. it yeah. was beautiful for a PS2 game. I, these seen, remakes that they've done, I can only imagine how beautiful have those you seen are. The PS4 remake. Good it's, God, it's amazing. I can, I cannot imagine. It, I, I, mean, I, I, haven't, I haven't seen any video. I'll, I'll show you a trailer of it. Uh, it's it's. Gorgeous. So I remember for a PS2 game, it was like because that was like that was like late era PS2. That was, that was like right before the PS3 came out. Yeah, and so it was that, great. And gameplay mechanics wise, it was, you know, was kind of clunky. But it, I think that's probably why I didn't like it. It was very. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing a puzzle and I'm clunking around. Yeah, but I, I get. I'll do the that feeling, for Resident Evil, but I won't do that for like where the entire game is a puzzle. <laughs> they have uh, con like two different control schemes on there. One mm -hmm. that's more based towards today's gaming, and one mm -hmm. that was the original. But they also. Uh, visually, I liked it before. Visually, now, it's one of the best looking games I have seen of this entire generation. Uh, it has, oh, generation. good God, if, if, if they still have a lot of that development team, if they, 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 what they squeezed out of that old PS2, yeah. if they, you, you hand them the development tools of a PS4, I'm sure it looks And they rebuilt amazing. it from the ground up. So it's not like they just up-rezzed it. They oh, no, that's what, no, that's what I'm saying. You ha no, that's what I'm saying. You hand them the tools of a PS4 with, the, with what they did. And then you, you you hand them those tools like hey make make this on there like oh hell yeah fuck yeah we're oh yeah this look beautiful <laughs> oh my lord the coffee did not do the job oh, I am like I'm, I've, I've yawned multiple times on this episode <laughs> but you know what you can always do you can always follow us on Twitter you can follow Pete Malini at Nostalgic Comics you can follow Sam at Sam Z five seven zero you can follow me at Dre G P podcast and we are just three short months away three months from today months from for cape yeah the east la comic book art, art pop culture expo i couldn't remember <laughs> what cape stood for cape. yeah as always the show is brought to you by the east la cape sam is over my shoulder black panther black panther's coming yeah. he's, he's gonna come we're gonna talk about 
We're going to talk about Black Panther next week. We're, we're, we will hopefully. I, I, I've booked a guest for next week to come oh, in and talk I, about Black Panther with us. Did you see it? Got, it got its first uh, bad review. You got a, it. Got I it. Saw it got a bad review. It got a bad review. What did the the the, the KKK wasn't violent did? enough? Yeah, it wasn't violent enough. Yeah. What? It's too political. What? <laughs> yeah. That whoever that dude must practice yoga because he can suck his own dick. <laughs> He can namaste his ass out of here with a negative review. Yeah, he yeah. ruined the 100% he on He ruined on, the 100%. There's always one. Uh, here, here's a reference for Sam Zia. There's always a Fred Hickman. Fucking A, man. Fred. There is always a Fred Hickman. For those of you who don't know, yeah. Shaquille O'Neal should have won a, a uh, NBA MVP unanimously that one year. But one writer decided, no, I'm <laughs> voting for someone else. Uh. It would have been the first. Well, that that would have been the first unanimous MVP, right? Yeah, that would have been the. Like, this is the closest that we're like. Uh, it was like ninety nine percent of sports writers said, "Oh, Shaquille O'Neal is the most valuable player this year." And then one guy is like, "Nope, I'm on CNN. I'm gonna say no." Oh, that's how they decide that. Yeah, the MVP. Yeah, it's voted oh. on by sports writers. Oh, that's interesting. I never knew that. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> all the all the people who cover the league, you have to follow the league. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like, th- th- there's always one. There's always yeah. one guy who has to fuck everything up. <laughs> One guy has to fuck up the blue with a negative Black Panther review. He's from like Ireland or Scotland oh, or no. something, dude. Like that dude should lose his fucking Rotten Tomato <laughs> certification. Fuck that guy. Well, I'm sure he's not a top critic. No, I'm sure he isn't. Yeah, next week we'll be discussing the. The turn in is killed. I I think he did it just because everyone's talking about it. There, everyone's talking about like, oh, this guy wrote this negative review. There, like I said, there's always yeah. one. He, he's he's gonna get the the publicity for being the guy. Yeah. Like even though it's like uh, it, where the movie should have universal praise, there's always one guy who's like, yep. You know, it's funny because there, uh, there's an image that you posted today. What if Return of the Jedi had come out in 2018? Yeah. And it's like, oh, you can't use the Force that way. Wait, you can't use the Force to shoot out lightning. Who does that? Yeah. Why wouldn't Leia since Darth Vader if she was his daughter? There's all this, all these, those kind of nerds. Was it? So, so Jabba's just dead now? <laughs> like- Jabba's just dead now? All they built up for nothing? What you kill Boba Fett? Boba Fett did nothing. What's going on? This is the most worst. This is the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. I can't believe this. You can't throw lightsabers. It's impossible. Yeah, if Return of the Jedi came out today, yeah, there'd be a bunch of nerds like that. No, did you enjoy that, Sam? Did you enjoy my impression of of of, of snivelly little nerd sitting in his basement masturbating to Princess Leia in a bikini? <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> you can always catch us here every Monday night. You can catch us here every Monday night. Do that voice during the close, please. No, 8 p.m. <laughs> every Monday night on Facebook Live, on Twitch. Dot TV forward slash Dre GP podcast. If you're one of our listeners who listens for five seconds on SoundCloud, you can always follow us on Facebook. Facebook.com forward slash Dre GP podcast for my co host, Pete Molini, for our executive producer, Sam Zia. My boy uh, poops on toilets. Whose son, at one year and one month, takes a healthy dump in a toilet. <laughs> I'm your host. <laughs> Dre Cervantes, uh, thank you for listening. I don't know what I'm doing. We're talking Black Panther next week. Black Panther. Uh, Spoiler-free-ish? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Have a good night, everyone. I have no control over this.
<laughs> Whatever. Good night. <laughs> Good night. I'm just going to shut it all down. I'm going to shut it down. Shut it down. Shut it shut it down. 25 views. No one watches the show anymore. <laughs> No one wants to live. Jeez. Chris! Uh, what?